Audio part of the trailer for the movie uh, Jump Shot, the story of Kenny Sailors. And as you and I have been talking about, we're pleased to be joined by Ty Clark. He's a producer for the project, uh, unveiled last night uh, through Baylor Student Activities. And Ty, welcome to you. Uh, and boy, what a great night we had last night uh, watching the movie and then having the panel ex- uh, discussion. And it's great to have you on with us this morning. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me on. This is uh, this is awesome. I'm pretty excited. Very cool. Well, I've already been uh, uh, singing your praises and singing the praises of Jump Shot. Uh, how how great that was to know that story. And is is that what you found that uh, you know when people see this, they're learning something that most people really had no idea about? Yeah, I mean, it's just been such a wild journey. I mean, for me. Gosh, being a part of the film, obviously I'm biased that uh, we feel like we've got a pretty darn good story, but you never know how an audience is going to respond. And it has been overwhelming, just the positive response, the joy that the story has brought into people's homes during the pandemic to, you know, obviously people learning a little bit about history, about something they had no idea was actually created and developed. They thought the jump shot always existed. Yeah. And and you mentioned a lot of folks at home, they're looking for something to watch, you know, or something to dive into. It's really good timing for this, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the timing's great. It's unfortunate timing. Like, we got to talk with Coach Mulkey and Coach Drew last night. I mean, their seasons got cut short. Unfortunately, in our season as a film, we were going to be in theaters across the country on April 2nd, and we had to obviously – uh, pivot pretty quickly to figure out a way to release our film because we couldn't show in theaters anymore. Wow. Ty, what's your background? You're from Waco, uh, and then you went, uh, I think, Azusa Pacific for, for college. But what's your background? How'd you get into this business? I mean, I mean, I played basketball in college, and I'm actually a Northern California kid who married a Texan and uh, got, got yes. planted here 18, 19 years ago. And I mean, my background is art and entrepreneurship and randomly had a buddy that uncovered this story about Kenny Sailors. And we sat down for coffee one day and he said, I'm making a basketball movie. And I said, I got a basketball background. Do you have any basketball people that are part of the film? And he said, no, most of us are football guys. And so I came on just to help him, you know, make sure the fundamentals were correct in the story and bring my network into the film and Long story short, it, it turned me into a film producer. How about that? That's a great story. Uh, Jacob Hamilton was with us last night, the director. Uh, he was part of the discussion. All right, uh, I, may not, I may not get this back, uh, Ty, but I'm going to hand you off to Q, who's our producer <laughs> yeah. in the studio, who's got those same uh, Texas-California uh, ties that you do. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm excited about that. Actually, where in Northern California did you grow up? i got to ask you that. I- yeah, so I went to Placer High School in Auburn, and I grew up about 20 minutes up in the Sierra foothills from Auburn, California. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely a, a Bay Area guy, deep in the Bay, you know, Oakland and, and all those areas, yeah. and, and Pleasanton, and, and all those good areas, so yeah, we're, we're neighbors. <laughs> so, I love it, I love it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited by this whole project, and so I, I just kind of wanted to know, what was the inspiration behind it originally, you know, what, what made it decide, like, hey, everyone needs to be educated about this? Well, you know, our director, Jacob Hamilton, was listening to just a short little NPR uh, story one day, and they talked about the guy that created the jump shot in basketball, Kenny Sailors, and he thought, 
what the heck? This uh, this actually somebody developed this? Like right. I thought it always existed. So he started digging a little deeper and found out that there was so much more to this guy's life than creating the jump shot and went, wow, that's the story that I've got to tell. That's awesome. No, that, that that really is. And we were talking about it. We've been talking about it the whole show so far and, you know, talked about all the stars and celebrities that have gotten involved in it as well, like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Dirk Nowinski. And how, I mean, how, how, how cool was that to have their input as well and, and their, you know, them behind it, their backing? I mean, I honestly, I cannot even explain to you how cool it is. <laughs> I mean, we, we got to share the film with Kevin Durant on his back porch in Oakland on a laptop, the situation that would make any filmmaker kind of swallow and go, oh, my gosh, are we about to do this? And we sat on the back porch with Kevin, and he was glued. We had every distraction in the world was happening around us, and Kevin did not move from the laptop for the entire – I think a film at that point was about 110 minutes long. And as soon as it was over, he had tears in his eyes. He jumped up from his chair, and he said, how can I be a part of this? Wow. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, you, you yeah, you just can't explain those things. Tiny miracles is what we say all the time with the film. That's huge. And to get a buy-in, you know, from guys like that, and then Steph Curry is the executive producer, uh, that's huge. And part of it is you've got some great, great vintage video that goes back to his time at Wyoming and when uh, Sailors and the Wyoming Cowboys won the NCAA championship. you got a lot of graphics, motion graphics in there, uh, and a lot of pictures. Uh, you uh, were telling us, and Jacob were telling us last night, that uh, the Sailors, uh, I guess his wife and friends of theirs, uh, had a treasure trove of uh you know of archives like that yeah it's pretty fascinating you know it's so difficult to tell a story about somebody from back in the 40s because you just don't have supporting footage to really show you know what happened at that time and how this guy actually played and we just continued through family and through archivists of kenny's to uncover all this 16 millimeter and 8 millimeter film that Kenny was filming his whole life, and mm. the fact that we had that at our at our feet to use was just, uh, I mean, it blew us away every time we'd uncover something else. Ty Clark is with us, producer for Jump Shot. It's the story of Kenny Sailors, uh, and one of the things that struck me, Ty, and I think I mentioned this last night on our panel discussion, was just watching the the uh, the personality of Kenny Sailors come through. Uh, this is a guy that, that passed away, what, two or three years ago at the age of 95. Mm-hmm. But when you guys had uh, one, you know, one of your sit-down interviews with him and followed him to a barber's shop, he just has a, a bubbly personality that I'm guessing, you know, probably he had his entire life. Yeah, you know, Kenny is just one of those guys that you just, I mean, when he smiles, in the beginning of the film, you're sold. Like, yeah. there's nothing else you feel like he needs to do. The second that smile comes across, you just know that guy's real. He is who he is, and there's no other part about it. And I think, you know, the entire state of Wyoming loves this man like he's their grandfather, and it's incredible to meet his friends and family. And I mean, we're talking 10- to 12-year-old kids who met him when he would come and say hi to their basketball clinics, to adults, to elderly people just – say the same thing about Kenny Sailors. I feel like he's my best friend. You mentioned the reaction of Kevin Durant and, and how he was just so glued in, locked in. What were the reactions of Coach Scott Drew and, and Coach Mulkey and, and even Nina Davis, who uh, obviously they all uh, really, really respect the jump shot, and uh, you know are, that's a major part of the game. Yeah, I mean, it was overwhelming last night. I mean, for myself as a Baylor Bears 
season ticket holder and a huge basketball fan. I mean, just being able to hang out live with the coaches and with Nina and President Livingston and just, I mean, it was incredible. And obviously, like, Coach Drew and Mulkey just get it. Mm-hmm. I think they're two coaches and, you know, in the NCAA that have those character qualities that Kenny also has. And, you know, I know it resonated deeply with them. And I just loved hearing the things that Coach Mulkey said last night about the things that really touched her. Her father was a Marine. Um, just the fact that I think the best thing she said was, you know, Kenny is a man. That's the man you want your daughter to marry. Nice. And we need more of those men. I mean, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really really incredible, and that is probably the highest compliment that anyone could ever ever really uh, give anyone. Let me ask you this, because uh, me and JMO were talking about the fact that uh, you know Kenny obviously is not in the Hall of Fame, but this this film may help him at least shine the light on him a little bit and give him a little bit more uh, uh, or give him an opportunity, give him a chance to become be in the Hall of Fame. Do you think that this this film could do that for him? You know, we hope so. You know, we we never wanted to do anything that was just. 100% Hall of Fame focus right, because right. Kenny's life, he didn't care. You know, he said in the film, he said, sure, it'd be great to be in the Hall of Fame, but I'm in the greatest Hall of Fame that there's, that's ever been created, and that's all I care about. And so we kind of hope the film is more of that organic push. We'd rather all the voices out there and the people that hear his story and see the story go, this should happen for the family, for the fans, for the people that love Kenny. This should happen. And, and honestly, as a basketball nerd and historian myself, it's kind of like how in the world has this been overlooked for so long? Right. Yeah. Boy, that's for sure. And, Kenny, there's so many layers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Ty. There's so many layers to this. Uh, another one is his contributions to uh, to women's basketball. When he moved to Alaska with his wife and coached girls basketball up there and was real, a real pioneer for the advancement of women's basketball. You know, that when, we, when I uncovered that part, when Jake started sharing that with me, when we were going through all the story and the audio archives, I mean, that, that literally blew me away because I was already falling in love with this selfless man um, during filmmaking. And the fact that he's in the middle of nowhere, he just left the NBA in Alaska, he's homesteading. He doesn't have to coach, he doesn't have to do anything anymore, but instead he coaches women's basketball and he's encouraging not only young girls to play basketball, but he's also encouraging the minority girls that live in Alaska to play as well. And they were still playing the old Iowa rules, six-on-six basketball in Alaska. (laughs) And his school wasn't allowed to compete even with the other schools. And he traveled around with the ball all over the state, and his girls dominated everybody. And he basically created the evolution of women's basketball in Alaska. It's just incredible. What would you say is the the biggest takeaway that you had from it uh, as far as your you, you gained this knowledge about Kenny? What was the biggest shining moment or takeaway that you had? Man, I, I think the biggest takeaway is that we don't celebrate the great characters um, in sports as much as maybe we used to. I think uh, we, we have a lot of phenomenal athletes and a lot of guys who could be role models and they're just not talked about as much as the other guys who are maybe the stars or getting in trouble or doing things that don't really represent great character. And I think uh, that's one of those things we're lacking in sports today. Those guys are out there. Some of us know them, but right. I don't think they're talked about as much as the others. Boy, that's great. Uh, and what did you guys say? It was like eight or nine years uh, that you've worked on this project? <laughs> yeah, it's a nine-year project. I've been wow. on it for almost, I think, five and a half or six now. and. Um, I mean, that, that's, we're an indie doc, 
not a big funded film. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, would jump on for a while and jump off for a while. We're all working other jobs and things in life and trying to get it done. And, and uh, so it was definitely a long, long journey. And unfortunately, I think we lost five or six people that were in the film past while we were filming. Um, old coaches, you know, from Judd Heathcote to the great broadcaster Bob Wolf, obviously Kenny. So, you know, we went through some emotional ups and downs during the film as well. And what's the uh, what's the plan for release of this? I mean, I think movie theaters are starting to open, but I'm sure you guys have a, a uh, plan to to get it out as much as you can. Yeah, so right now it's available to rent. Um, you can go to our website at jumpshotmovie.com, and it can be rented. Um, okay. We are in talks with some streaming giants, and we're hoping that there's a purchase of the film um, in the next few months. We've got a lot of other conversations for licensing the film with brands and and things like that. So that's the next step. And, you know, we, we won't be showing in theaters. I'm sure we will come and do a, a screening at the Hippodrome at some point when things okay. clear up. Um, but right now you can rent it on our website, and hopefully we have a sale in the next month or two. All right. So jumpshotmovie.com is where folks can find that. I'll be watching yeah. tonight. <laughs> All right. All right, Ty, let me let you uh, you tell Q and our listeners here this morning uh, of a generous offer that you are going to make available. Yeah, man. I mean, I love my community here in Waco, and I would love to gift listeners um, 30 free viewings. So I'm not sure how you guys want to handle giving those away, but I'd love to be able to give out 33 viewings to those listening on the radio today just to say how much I love Waco and our community here. Nice. That's Very awesome. generous. All right, that number is 29 because yeah. Q is first in line. Okay. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody gets it till I get it. <laughs> That's right. I knew that was coming. 